How many financial services companies truly understand social media? Some don't use it at all. Some use it sparingly. Some seem concerned about the compliance issues. Is it the lack of understanding about social media that drives those compliance concerns? Let's discuss this topic right here in episode 83 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome, you're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So let's get on with the show and here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome folks to the Empath Podcast. Thanks, as always, for streaming or downloading the show and plugging me and my guests into your earphones. I've been on holiday and haven't put out an episode for a couple of weeks, but I've got some cracking guests coming your way soon. Chris Budd of Ovation Finance is going to talk to us about his new book, and serial entrepreneur Chris Ducker will be here to talk to us about mastermind groups and how they can help you keep your business focused. Next week, Danny Matthews is going to chat to us about consumers' lack of trust in financial services and how we can use social media to address that. As a prologue to that episode with Danny, I'm going to talk today and share some thoughts with you about attitudes to social media and UK financial services. I'd be really interested in your views on what I'm going to say. Please get in touch either through my website, which is rogeredwards.co.uk, that's rogeredwards.co.uk, or look me up on Twitter at roger underscore edwards. So let's have a chat about attitudes to social media in UK financial services. I've been thinking a lot about social media recently and how it fits with overall marketing strategies, what it means to me, what it means to my clients, what it means to UK financial services. I've been using social media since around about 2008, shortly after Twitter first appeared on the scene, and I still class myself as a student of social media, an experimenter, never an expert. How can you be an expert when things change so rapidly, when new platforms arrive and old platforms disappear, when platforms are reinvented and relaunched almost on a daily basis? What I do know, though, is that social media is primarily about engagement. And I think that a lot of people haven't grasped that one important fact. A lot of people think that social media is a promotional tool and only a promotional tool. And I wonder whether that's one of the problems that we have in UK financial services and one of the reasons why a lot of companies haven't adopted social media as a very strong engagement and relationship building platform within their overall marketing strategy. I always like to think of social media as a virtual pub. Think about Twitter as a virtual pub. Now, you wouldn't go into a pub full of people and stand at the door and start shouting, buy my book, buy my product. You would probably go in there, you'd buy a drink, you'd look around to see if you know anybody. If you did know anybody, you'd go over and you'd say hello, ask them how they are, ask them how their holiday was, ask them what they're doing at the weekend, ask them what they did at the weekend. You'd engage with them. If it was new people, you'd build relationships with them. Only when you've got to know them and you've gained their trust would you maybe steer the conversation around to how you could help them out. And that could be letting them look at your book or look at your product. But standing at the door and shouting, buy this, buy that, is not going to get you many friends in a pub. It's certainly not going to get you many friends in a virtual pub. Recently, I've spent a lot of time 
on Snapchat. And I know a lot of people still have this perception that Snapchat is a platform for teenagers, but actually I found out that that perception is completely wrong. There are a lot of business people on Snapchat. There are a lot of entrepreneurs on Snapchat. There's a lot of relationship building going on on Snapchat and engagement. I've been on there for about four months now, and I've created some really strong business relationships. I've even written some business. I've even acquired some new clients from Snapchat. But the thing about Snapchat is it is definitely all about engagement. And that's really brought it home to me that particularly in UK financial services, I don't think that a lot of people actually get that, that it's about engagement and it's not about product promotion and it's not about sell, sell, sell. I've heard this great statement said before, social media is not selfish media and social media is not selling media. Engagement is the key. So I got to asking myself, why do A lot of financial services companies, I'm talking mainly product providers here, but also some financial advisor firms, why don't they use social media much? Or why don't they use it at all? If I go into the Twitter feed of a financial services provider, what I see is pretty common across the lot of them. Mainly one or two tweets a day. And those one or two tweets are mainly a broadcast pointing to a product page or pointing to a news release or pointing to some PR. What I don't see much of is engagement. What I don't see is replies to customers. What I don't see is questions being asked. What I don't see is questions being answered. In fact, the only time you see at replies in a Twitter feed of some financial services companies is when a customer has complained to them and they feel obliged to answer that on social media. Beyond that, there's very little actual engagement. It's all about broadcasting news. Why do some companies not use social media properly? Why do some companies not use it for engagement and for relationship building? Is it that they don't have a strategy? Is it that they are late adopters? Is it that they can't see that there's a return on investment? Or... Is it that they see it as a compliance minefield? And this is possibly one of the problems that we've got. I've spoken to financial services people whose compliance departments have told them they shouldn't be on Twitter at all. Don't have a Twitter account. Those companies that do engage in social media perhaps have very strict compliance constraints imposed. 48-hour turnarounds for approval of tweets is one story that I've heard from one product provider. And everything has to be complied, even an at reply has to be complied. So if a customer came along and said, I really enjoyed that seminar that you ran the other day, product provider, thank you very much. If that product provider wanted to do an app reply to that person and say, thank you very much for the compliment, we're glad you enjoyed it, that would have to be complied. And if it takes 48 hours to comply that, it's not real engagement. It's not a real-time conversation. If you were in that virtual pub that I mentioned before and somebody came up to you and said, I really enjoyed your seminar, thanks very much for that, you wouldn't say, Um, I'm going to reply to you in 48 hours' time. Can we meet back here in two days' time and I'll reply to you? It's nuts! But that is the attitude that some financial services companies have. And I just wonder where this has come from. And I think that one of the problems is that 
financial services companies don't get social media. They don't get that it's about engagement. They just see it as another promotional platform, another part of the marketing mix, like advertising, like interruption marketing. Some of you may know renowned American entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary is on the record many times of saying that marketers always ruin platforms. So when email first came along, it was great for engaging with people, but all of a sudden the marketeers got involved in it and people got spammed, people got put on lists they didn't want to be on, and all sorts of regulations had to be put in place to protect people from being spammed. When Twitter first started, it was more like a conversation between a couple of people, but then the marketing people got involved with it and now Twitter streams are absolutely clogged full of promotional content. In fact, sometimes it's quite difficult to see the wood for the trees. Is this, is this the reason why product providers are just not using social media properly? They don't see social as a social platform. They don't see social as a way to create relationships. They don't see social as a way of building trust. They just see it as a promotional tool. And in a regulated industry where promotions need heavy compliance... If they see it only as a promotional tool, then of course every post, every tweet is going to need compliance, even if they're not product promotions. Now, in anybody's wildest dreams, an at reply that says, thank you for the compliment about our seminar, is in no way a product promotion. It shouldn't need to be complied. It shouldn't even need to be checked. But the mindset is there. This is a promotional platform. This is a way of getting out our product messages. This is a way of getting out our company news. This is a way of getting out our PR messages. Therefore, the mindset is promotional platform. Therefore, everything has to be compliance checked in the same way as you compliance check an advertisement or a product brochure or such like. If you can get over the perception that social media is a promotional platform and start to realize that it's all about engagement, it's about asking people questions, it's about listening to their answers, it's about having a conversation, a two-way conversation about building trust, surely some of those compliance concerns and some of those compliance constraints should melt away. As long as you consider social media to be an engagement platform rather than a product promotional platform. In fact, on an earlier episode of the Empath podcast, I think I came up with a strap line that said, don't push product, point to great content, or don't push product, just engage in conversations. And don't sell. Don't sell, engage. This, I think, is the problem that we have in UK financial services at the moment. We don't understand that social media is about engagement and not about promotion. And next week, Danny Matthews is going to put forward a passionate case for how, as an industry, we can start to use social media as an engagement tool and to start to overcome the mistrust that the UK population have of financial services by using social media. If we continue to use it just as a promotional tool, just as a broadcast tool, and only use it to reply to people when they complain, then we're not going to rise above the perceptions that people have of this industry. Only when we start to engage with people properly, when we start to ask them questions, when we start to listen to their answers, are we truly going to make social media work 
So do please tune in next week for that interview with Danny Matthews. And do please let me know what you think of my rather rambling thoughts over the last 10 minutes or so. Look me up at rogeredwards.co.uk or on Twitter at roger underscore Edwards. So until next week, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? Okay.